0: This is the Balance Period Podcast, where we focus on awareness, accountability, and appreciation to uncover the tools we can use today that will help us increase our self awareness and live a more balanced life. I'm your host, Recovery Ray. Let's learn and grow together. Welcome to another episode of the Balance Period Podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, I'm excited to now be a part of your self-awareness journey. And if you are a returning listener, I appreciate you so much for all of your support. Our topic for today's episode is self-discipline. I'm going to start out by sharing exactly what self-discipline is. I'll also share a personal story of when I use self-discipline to create the life I wanted for myself And then I will share three habits that I practice to develop self-discipline on a daily basis. And if you hear one that you like, you can adopt it and begin to practice it today. All right. So what is self-discipline and why is it important? By definition, self-discipline is the ability to control one's feelings and overcome one's weaknesses. The ability to pursue what one thinks is right despite temptations to abandon it. The first part of this definition shows just how powerful self-discipline can be. The ability to control one's feelings and overcome one's weaknesses. Now, whether we're working to achieve a goal or just looking to live a more balanced and happy life, how we feel matters. Based on what we feel, we either resist or allow the flow of abundance to come into our life. So if we're feeling negative emotions, then we're going to resist the attainment of whatever it is we want. And if we feel positive emotions, we allow whatever we want to flow into our lives. So that's why how we feel matters. So along with controlling our feelings, we also can overcome our weaknesses. Now, in thinking about us feeling good. If we are able to maintain a positive present perspective on life, if we're feeling good, then any weakness we are aware of, we know, is an area for us to grow. So from the perspective of a self-disciplined mind, we are able to turn our weaknesses into valuable assets that can not only add value to our lives, but also to the lives of the people that we interact with on a daily basis. The second part of the definition of self-discipline is it's the ability to pursue what one thinks is right despite temptations to abandon it. Once we decide on what we want to accomplish and once we decide on what we think is right for ourselves, I guarantee there will be some sort of temptation for us to abandon that thought. Now, the source of that temptation can either come from the thought habits that we practice, which if it's more negative thoughts that we experience, it's going to be a lot more of that resistance that I mentioned before. So temptation will be high. And temptation will also come from the people that we have in our lives. Now, depending on the type of people that you surround yourself with, you'll either be supported or you'll either be brought down to whatever level that they are at in their lives, which will be based in their belief in their ability to succeed at whatever it is that you are trying to accomplish. I implore you, please do not allow someone else's lack of belief in themselves to deter you from taking accountability for your life and creating what you want for yourself and the people you love. You are worth so much more than that. And you deserve to have everything that you desire in this life. All right, so just as a quick recap, based on the definition of self discipline, you will have the ability to control how you feel. So that means that you will be able to maintain a positive present perspective and allow the flow of abundance to come into your life, bringing to you any and everything that you desire. You will also. Be able to maintain consistency in the actions that you take on a daily basis to fulfill what you feel is right for your life, regardless of any temptation you may be faced with along your journey. All right. Now, before I get into my personal story of how I use self-discipline to achieve a goal that I set for myself, we are going to have a quick feel better, faster break brought to you by The Recovery Room, who is one of the sponsors of this podcast. So for today's break, we are going to take two intentional deep breaths to help relieve tension that we may have built up in our neck and shoulder area. So we'll start by doing a deep inhale. As you inhale, you're going to bring your shoulders up towards your ears. And then as you exhale, you're going to bring the shoulder blades back And then lower your shoulders down to your normal resting posture. All right. So inhale up. Exhale back and down. One more time. Inhale up. Exhale back and down. Perfect. Now, remember this. Anytime you feel stressed or overwhelmed, know that it's okay to take a moment to just breathe breathe and relieve some tension, and you will most definitely feel better faster. All right. So the time that I intentionally practiced self-discipline to achieve a goal was back in 2014. At the time I was in college, I was going into my junior year at Indiana University, and I had recently taken a personal fitness class. During that class, I learned how to create a fitness prescription that will help whoever follows that prescription get from where they are to where they want to be physically. So that interested me at the time because I wanted to be a personal trainer. So I figured that in order for me to be a good trainer and to be a trainer that people wanted to be trained by, I would need to look like someone that trained. So it was a perfect time for me to test out my own theories and what I had learned from that class. Also, the other reason why I was doing it was because I felt like if I changed how my body looked, then I would be more attractive to the opposite sex, which was something I was interested in because I didn't feel like that was the case up until that point. So with the awareness of why I was working out, I then set goals to support that why. So one of the goals I set was to work out at least five days a week from the start of the semester through the end of the semester. At the end of it, I realized that that total number of workouts would be at the minimum 85 workouts in that span of time. I also set goals for how I would look. This one would help me with the girls. If I had a nice six-pack of abs, I hadn't had it up until that point. So that was something that I was definitely excited to get. And then the other goal that I set was to be able to dumbbell bench 100 pounds in each hand. So at the time when I started, I was nowhere near that. I was probably dumbbell benching in like 50s or 60s. So I knew that it would be a stretch. But if I was consistent, then in theory, I would be able to build to that goal of being able to do 100 pounds in each hand. After setting goals for the gym, I also knew that it would be important for me to set goals for my diet. Because that would go hand in hand with the results that I would get from the gym. So I created a meal plan for myself. I would pretty much eat the same thing every week and switch up what I would eat from day to day. The simplicity of that meal plan helped me to be more consistent with my diet. Once I had my plan for the gym and my diet plan, all that was left was to do the work. The work was simple, but it definitely wasn't easy to think every day I would go into the gym, the goal behind that day would be to break my body down so that it can rebuild itself stronger so that then I can break it down again. And then it would just keep going through that process until I made it to the end of that semester. There were days that I didn't feel like going to the gym. There were days that my body was in pain because of the newfound stress i was consistently putting it under i'm grateful to have had the internal motivation to tell myself no you're not gonna stop no you're not gonna take a day off no you're going to do what you set out to do because of the goals that you set for yourself because at the end of the semester you are going to be so proud of what you accomplished because of the work that you put in today." That self-motivation was the product of the commitment I made to myself when I decided to embark on that journey. As time passed, I was feeling more and more confident. The more consistent I was, the greater that belief I had in my ability to succeed grew. Once I made it to the end of the semester, I looked at myself in the mirror and all I could do was smile. Based on the work I had put in, who I was when I looked in the mirror was different. I invested so much time and intention and energy into myself that my life completely changed for the better. It was also nice that I finally had abs. I worked very hard for them, and I will say that from that moment on, I never lost them again. still got them to this day. <laughs> All right, so now I'm going to share three of the habits that I currently practice to consistently build self-discipline. Habit number one is meditation. With mindfulness meditation, the goal behind it is to maintain awareness of your breath, regardless of what is going on in your mind. So as your mind wanders, you gently and compassionately bring your attention back to your breathing. Doing that over time builds self discipline because you increase your ability to control your feelings. The feelings that we feel are a result of the thoughts that we think. So, in taking the meditative approach to our thoughts, then we're able to control our feelings by choosing to only give our time to the thoughts that promote positive feelings and feelings that support the person we want to become. There are a couple apps I know of that you can use to help guide you through meditations. One is the Calm app. The other is Headspace. If you're looking for a free option, though, if you go to YouTube, there's a channel called Great Meditation that has a large library of meditations you can choose from. With meditation, remember, consistency is key. What you practice grows stronger. Habit number two is reciting positive affirmations. Now, if you go back to episode 66, I break down how to create affirmations for yourself. But why affirmations help to build self-discipline is because you're using the goals that you have, and you're creating affirmations that remind you of why you're doing what you're doing. And it also reinforces the belief that you have in your ability to succeed, what you say to yourself about yourself and believe you become. So the more that you're speaking positivity into your life on a daily basis, the more self-discipline you will build over time. Habit number three is limiting temptations. Once you have your goal and you know what you need to do in order to accomplish that goal, it's important to limit the amount of times that you're choosing between doing what you know you need to do and indulging in a temptation. If my goal is to lose weight, I then will not purchase candy or purchase desserts when I go grocery shopping. I'll make sure that what's in my home are all things that support the goal that I have for myself. So it takes a certain amount of self-awareness to know what tempts you, But then once you are aware of what tempts you, you're then to swap out those temptations with things that are productive and that support the person you want to become. All right. Those are the three habits to build self-discipline. Habit number one, mindfulness meditation. Habit number two, positive affirmations. And habit number three, limit your exposure to temptations. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, if any of those habits sound like they would add value to your life, try them out. If you need a little more support or accountability, you can reach out to me directly. My handle on Instagram is at recovery.ray. I'm always there for you, so let me know what I can do to support you. Before I go... I want to remind you that you can be, do, or have anything you desire. All you have to do is know what you want to accomplish, believe in your ability to succeed, and maintain a positive, present perspective as you consistently take actions that support the person you want to become based on the change you want to see in the world. I appreciate you tuning in to another episode of the Balance Period Podcast. If there was anything from today's episode that you feel added value to your life, all I ask is that you share it. You can find a shareable link to this podcast on our social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is at balance period. Once again, thanks for tuning in. And remember, be aware, be accountable and appreciate life. Peace.